What's up, y'all? Episode 85 of Shoe Booty Sports coming at you Tuesday night. Per the normal time, this is your host, Grand Pal, co-host Bradley Brown. Say what's up, Brad. How's it going? It's going. Going great for Denver. Uh, we'll touch up on that here in a second. Uh, first, quick shout out to our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, Shoe Booty Sports is presented by Rhino Races. Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. Sign up for one or all five of their races at rhinoraces.com. Run your race at your convenience. Track it with your favorite fitness app. Screenshot your results as proof of completion. Once you submit your results to rhinoraces.com under the submit results section, your results will be verified by Rhino Races staff. And once those results are verified, your award, award, award will be shipped to you by mail. <laughs> Free shipping on all orders. That first day was tricky. Uh, for, yeah, free shipping on all orders. Um, and yeah, be sure to check out their gear section for t-shirts, wristbands, decals, and more. Again, rhinoraces.com. Rhino Races is the premier virtual running series. Also, you can find us, Shoe Booty Sports, on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, the Wisdom app. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at Shoe Booty Sports. So, Denver won it in five. Went pretty who's much like we thought. Yeah, who <laughs> saw that coming? Uh, check out our previous episodes, maybe the last three, maybe the last two or three at this point. I guess, it might, mm, I don't know, it might have been three deep, I don't know. Uh, they were, they were, it was clear in the Western Conference Finals, they were the best team. Yeah. They were the best team remaining. But Nuggets win it all, they win it in five. Last night, though, in the fourth quarter, felt like a game seven. Like it felt like a game seven. It was sloppy. It was back and forth. Both teams were just leaving it all out there. Denver was playing like they were the desperate team. I mean, Miami was too, but I mean, Denver was playing like it was a it was an even series, and this is the last game. And you gotta gotta give credit to their head coach for that. And also, it's a hungry team. You know, it's a team that's going for their first a franchise that's going for their first ever championship. But yeah, Nuggets won it in five. Heck of a game. It was, even though it was a gentleman's sweep, as they say, winning it in five games, it was still entertaining to watch. Game one was very predictable. It, it was the least entertaining of the games that I watched, but these last four were entertaining. Entertaining. They were heckin' entertaining, as the young people <laughs> are saying. Uh, and yeah. I guess I don't know any young people. I, yeah, I mean, niece, I've heard her say that. But, yeah, it, entertaining series despite it just being five games. You got what, like Miami did what I thought they would do. They came out fighting, came out swinging, did not give up. They're not going to do that. They're going to be as prepared as they can be. They're well coached. And they're going to leave it all out there. They have a lot of grit, but Denver has more talent. Denver has those things and just more talent. So that was the difference in the series. Jokic wins MVP, was ter terrific post game and on the floor and in the media room. Very entertaining. We'll we'll get to all that. But what were your what were your thoughts overall, just on the finals, uh, entertainment wise, all that? Just like as far as just a five game series goes, I mean that's about as good as it gets, especially considering it was 
predictable, at least as far as the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was better than I thought it'd be. I mean, going in with the heat versus nuggets. I mean, if you had told anybody that at the beginning of the season, I don't think anyone would have been too crazy about that matchup. Um, but yeah, man, I thought, you know, Miami put up a bigger fight than Aaron. Well, they made it closer than what I thought they would. I mean, cause they really had a chance and, uh, three out of those games and hell they, they actually won one. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's better than I thought it would be. Um, but yeah, it's good, I guess, for a five game series. And if you would have said it's great for a five game series, but yes, it, if you would have told me Jimmy Butler would have been like two for 14 or I think it was like two for 13 or something like that before he started to go off there at the end of the game. If you would have told me Jimmy Butler had that stat line in this last game, I would have said Denver by, you know, 20. Denver yeah. by 20. And it was still a close game. They still had a chance. Uh, Jimmy Butler finally came on at the end uh, a little bit. He got the he got a foul call on a three-point attempt after kicking, you know, Aaron Gordon in the junk. But not not Draymond style. It was it was a legitimate accident. But I I know I've heard the argument as to why the foul is called. Like you you got to give him space to land. I thought it was enough. I thought it was enough space. I didn't think they crowded him too much. There's only no. so far you can go there on the baseline. So I I thought it was a bad call. Even after the review, <laughs> that's the thing, and it was reviewed, and the play stood. I got the argument, but at the time I was like, eh, that's, I think that's kind of a misinterpretation of the rule a little bit. I think you got to look at that and say, yeah, that, that's not a foul there. I don't know what else, what else do you do if you're the defender? You take two or three more, you know, steps back. It's, it was a bad call, but I mean, Denver overcame it. Uh, Jokic was big late. The big the big steal by KCP. And that's the thing. Everybody played a part. Aaron Gordon had a had a big time game. Michael Porter Jr. came on late. Or he he had his best game of the series last night. He he had struggled a little bit, at least in this series. But he came on last night. And that breakaway where he had it, he dribbled it like behind his, you know, from behind between his legs. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was unreal, man. Like you, he did that in a bas- in a game, in a finals game, close game, and f- pulled it off. Like that was, and he wasn't showboating, of course. I mean, people are going to hear this, but you, you had to have seen it to know what we're talking about. Yeah, I thought he lost it for a split second. Yeah, terrific, nope. terrific play by him. That's just a that's just a great team, man. Uh, entertaining team to watch, fun team to watch. Michael Malone didn't even wait till they got off the floor to get on the mic and say, we're not done, essentially, kind of calling for it, you know, saying they want more. And this team, I mean, looking at them, it's possible. It's possible that this team is dynasty level. And I, by dynasty, I mean a true dynasty, like, you win three of the next four. So you got the one. And if you win 
you know, two more in over the next three years, that's a dynasty. This team can do it if they stay healthy. Of course, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter's had injury issues. Obviously, Murray missed all of last season. So that's why, you know, they, they weren't as strong last season in part. That's, that's a big part, but the in part. But, yeah, I, I like it. I like coming out right away. Obviously, a very competitive coach coming out and saying that. I loved it because yeah, it's uh, he he pulled a Pat Riley, but Riley at least waited for the parade. Malone didn't even wait to get off the floor <laughs> to do that. And I, I loved it. I think the team, they stick together. I think they it, it's possible. I think it's possible that they do it. Of course, you're going to see you got to see what everybody else does. But it could be they could be kind of peeking at the right time. And not kind of it. It feels like they are. The Warriors are on the way out. I don't. I don't see them getting another one. The great run. I mean, four championships. Great run. But last year, a knit like just looking at it before listening to all the talking heads after saying, you know, that yeah, this, this could be the beginning of another run. Just looking at it live, I thought this is it. I thought this is like their last big big time series essentially and you seeing me okay over there you're a little bit frozen right now I, i'm a lot uh, okay i was go. a lot of it frozen for those of you watching on spotify and youtube i was a little bit frozen there it was even throwing me off but i was like <laughs> i don't know if this is being seen on the other end but yeah i it's a possible dynasty we'll have to see what happens uh, as far as who can challenge them, we'll we'll, we'll touch up on that. But yeah, I, th I think this team has the making of a dynasty. Really, the only one I think you're probably going to lose after this season is Bruce Brown, because apparently he has like it's and it's all about money. I think he has like a gosh, just a seven million dollar option or something, and teams are teams are going to offer him probably like double that, you know, or up to like fifteen million. And it'd be be hard for him to turn that down. That's one that you're probably going to lose. But you can also turn around and replace that. Go get a go get a backup center, and go get a backup center, a backup point guard, somebody to spell Jokic, spell Murray during the regular season for sure. Like, hey, come play behind these guys. I mean, you're going to get playing time, and you're going to compete for a championship. And Denver, it's not like Denver's a bad place to live. It's not like you're going to live in Cleveland, right? Uh, <laughs> very true yeah. yeah yeah you get to go live in denver not a bad place to live great owner uh committed owner gm very very good young gm obviously to put that team together the the most talented team in the league the most talented team in the league won it and yeah no old guys i mean that Jokic is 28 years old i mean these guys are I mean, they're, they're peaking like right at the right time. They're like meet, they're meeting their prime, essentially. They're coming into their prime. They're fresh into it. So, yeah, this is going to be a fun team to watch for the next few years. I'm, I'm going to be, I have a feeling ESPN is going to be, ESPN, TNT, they're going to be, they're going to be picking up a lot of Denver games, which they didn't right. this year. We, how much, how much, how often did we get to see Denver play? Yeah, not a whole lot. Exactly. 
don't even know if I remember seeing them on the TV guide. I remember seeing them a couple of times, but for the team that had the best record in the Western Conference, you'd yeah. think they'd be on TV more. And and they were essentially that almost all year. So, yeah, we're going to be seeing a lot more of them to come here in the next few years. Okay, so Nikola Jokic, MVP, MVP of the finals. Uh, yeah, just that's a big one for his resume, his, his future Hall of Fame resume. We're, it's, it's too early, I feel like, but I still want to throw the question out there. It's, it's not, I feel like, it's too early. But I still want to throw it out there. Where would you rank him among big men? That the game's seen. Is he top? Uh, is he top ten? Is he top? I think he's top ten for sure. Yeah, I'd say he's. I could see him being top ten. But of course, that resume is very incomplete. I mean, he's got many more years to come, and he can climb that list. But I'm trying to think of guys who I would really just compare him to. Jokic is one of a kind. You know, he's not, he's dominant. Like Shaq was dominant, but Jokic is dominant. He's just as dominant, but in a completely different way. Like, you know, Shaq was a powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, Jokic, Jokic can do it all. He can score inside. He can pass. He can rebound. He can shoot. He can defend. Yeah, he can shoot. He can shoot outside. Shaq would just bully you down low and then, you know, dunk it over your, on top of your head. You I think know, I've he, seen Shaq make a three once, right? I don't recall that, but... I know possibly. I've seen him shoot one. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm sure he possibly... I'm guessing I'm surprised you even saw him shoot one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, who I would compare him to. Like, he's one of a kind. Uh, just to throw a name out there... It, Gosh, I guess it would be more like a a Kareem or Elijah Wan. But even then, I mean, they couldn't pass like Jokic, you know. And it, it's just, he, he's one of a kind. He's fun to, he's, he's a lot of fun to watch. He's already like top 10 to me. He'll, he'll be top five when it's all said and done, I'm sure. But we'll have to revisit that in the years to come. I just like that. Oh, there, there was a lot of things I like, but but Jokic in the post game, immediately, what, what was he said? Uh, uh, we did what we needed to do to time to go home. Yeah, he essentially just to go was home. the message. <laughs> essentially the message, and in the end, in the presser, it was funny watching his post game interview, like on the floor and in the media room, and Jamal Murray's. Of course, Jamal Murray is incredibly emotional you know just overwhelmed by the you're overcome by the moment you know he he's in tears he's tears of joy of course he had to overcome a lot more than Jokic did just to get back on the onto the floor you know uh missing all of last season with a torn ACL so it's like uh it's kind of kind of like uh Denver's version of Clay right Clay Thompson of course, Clay's had a plethora of them. But yeah. For Murray, Murray to get back out there after missing all of last season, 
Yeah, it's going to hit a little different. It's going to hit a little different for you because the stuff that you had to go through just to get yourself ready to get back onto the court. And Jokic said this in the, in the post-game interview, was essentially just saying, you know, basketball is not everything to him. I don't even think, I think he even said it's not the most important thing to him. You know, but it's, it's something he, something he does. It's his job. It's, he's good at it. And he's great at it, obviously. (laughs) But it's, it means something to him, you know, but it's, it's like, he's just got his priorities straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very likable guy. I don't see how you can watch anything with him in it and, you know, not be a fan. Even if you're, even if you're a Miami Heat fan, you're not, you don't hate the Nuggets. Like, like, no, you're not going to hate the Nuggets, right? Like, they're just, it's a, it's a likable team. Even if you're just indifferent or don't care, you know, you're, you're at least, you're not going to hate the team. Like the Warriors, you can understand why people hate the Warriors or would hate the Warriors. Seeing the way Draymond acts on the court sometimes. All that stuff. I, I get why they don't have why they don't have some fans. Why they have some detractors, like LeBron in Miami. You know the decision and all that. Yeah, They're, I can get you can bad. get why. Yeah, you can get why teams like that get hate. You're not going to see that with Denver, at least not from somebody with any amount of sense. <laughs> but yeah, De- Denver. This is just a fun team to watch. Uh, their style of play, it's almost like traditional basketball is coming back. Like it's, it's cyclical, just styles of play. Like the Warriors can change the game. Warriors change the game. Small ball is big. They made small ball big and even team. And it's just the Warriors that could do it well, but you have other teams that see the success that they have. And they're like, Oh, well, we got to do that. And we got to do that in order to be successful. And again, they didn't do it as well. But yeah, Warriors changed the game with small ball. When Draymond's your center, I mean that's that's a small ball as it gets, right? But I mean, Denver's showing like Denver has shooters. Denver has three point shooters, but they score twos. You know, they're they're fine with scoring twos. Uh, the the Lakers this year. The Lakers this year in the postseason, they were fine with scoring twos. But the problem was they couldn't hit a three when they needed to. Denver can. Denver has shooters. They just don't have to hit the three. They can do other things. They're they're fine with twos. So, and they're big. Like, that's the thing. Denver is huge. You look at Aaron Gordon. I mean, he he's a 6'10 jacked guy. You know, he, he is thick. You know, and all muscle. Uh, Michael Porter, a uh, big guy, big big guy at the at the small forward uh, small forward position. KCP, not you know, not small. Jamal Murray is a pretty is a big guy for a point guard. You know, he's a good sized guy for a point guard. Denver's just a big team, and that's tough to defend. That's tough to you know have an offense against. It's you can see 
Denver not necessarily like changing the game, but the way they play, it's kind of shifting back. Like this could be them just shifting it back to a more traditional style of basketball that teams are going to start to mimic because they see the success that Denver's had with it. What do you think of that analogy? Or an- <clears throat> not analogy, but anal- analysis. I like it. Yeah, it's a one didn't really think about that, but yeah, you make a good point. All right, so early favorites for next season. I believe Vegas has Denver. It'd have to be Denver. Yeah, like I said, pretty, pretty much all of them coming back. I don't even know who's second. You know, I haven't looked at anything. Uh, but I imagine, I imagine the Warriors are going to be in the mix. If the Lakers can keep that team together, they will be maybe add some pieces. Maybe like a CP3, you know, Chris Paul. I don't know if they do that. I would still, if I'm them, I'd still rather have D'Angelo Russell if I got to pick between those two. But with the money that D'Angelo Russell is going to ask for is going to be probably out of the cap space there for LA. And if you're going to, you got to replace them with somebody. If you can keep CP3 healthy, that'd be a good guy to, to do it with. But yeah, D- Denver's the favorite. They're the odds on favorite going into the next season, maybe for the next few seasons to come. But what, what does Miami need to do to improve? To me, you got to go out and get another. You got to go out and get another star, a score. You got to go out and get another score. Who just pops into your head? It's Dame. It's Dame, right? It's Damian Lillard. Who, who else? Kyrie. Like you know, if you pull off a trade for that, but you know, Kyrie's uh, Kyrie's won a headache. Yeah. Two not going to give you a lot on the defensive end. Uh. Damian Lillard, hungry, more coachable, not going to be a problem off the court. Uh, he he's a fran- he's been the franchise in Portland for I don't know what it's been like a decade now, feels like anyway. I mean he's he's been the guy forever there in, in Portland, but he they're going to look to, they're wanting to rebuild, they're wanting to rebuild. Uh, it'd be be good to see him go somewhere where he can compete for a championship. To me, that's the obvious spot if you're Miami. Uh, you need a you need a scoring threat. And Kyle, that's that's the thing. Like I didn't mention this when bringing up Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler was a I mean he was a no show. He was a no show in this last game. He played poorly. I know he he had apparently had a bummed ankle. He didn't use that as an excuse, you know. Um, said the ankle was fine. I'm sure that helped made a bit of a difference, but I mean, Jimmy buckets, either way, Jimmy buckets was nowhere to be found. He was nowhere to be found this last game. And you need it. You need another option to score. Kyle Lowry became the guy. Kyle Lowry became the guy this past game. And if, and as Kyle Lowry is an NBA champion, you know, former all-star, very good player. Not knocking him, but if he's if he's your guy, if he's your scoring threat outside, you're in trouble against a team like Denver. So going out and getting a Dame would make sense to me. To me, that's the obvious improvement for Miami. I don't know where you find the cap space. I don't know if you got to deal Tyler Hero, whatever you got to do, because I know you're paying Jimmy buckets and Bam out of bio a lot of money, and I, they're both thirty million dollar players, I believe. 30 plus million. So 
if you're going to go out and get a da- Damian Lillard, especially with what Portland's paying him, I don't know if you're going to ha- how much of that you're going to have to take over, but you're going to have to free up some cap space to do that. I would find a way to do that because this Miami team, you got to go do something. You got to try something because this Miami team as is just isn't good enough. They're not good enough to, you know, to win the finals. I, I don't think that this, I don't think Miami would have beaten the Lakers had the Lakers somehow won it. I think it could have been a six or seven game series, but I think LA yeah. would have been the favorite. Just, just like 2020, although the, completely different LA team and that that's the but you think about it like that Lakers team was was huge right you had you had AD you had Dwight Howard you had KCP on that squad uh uh Kuzma Kyle Kuzma um gosh I'm drawing a blank on the uh the bald guy the white guy what's his name headband oh I know who you're talking about yeah, it's driving me nuts. But I mean, he 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 was a good player for him. Uh, he he was a scrap he was a scrappy defender, scrappy playmaker. Ah, gosh, can't think of his name. Alex Caruso. Alex yeah. Caruso. There you go. Caruso. Yeah. All right. But that team was big. That Toronto team in 2019 was big. Uh, Siak, you know, Siakam. Uh. Gosh, I want to say, like, I mean, of course, you had Kawhi, but uh, Bismack Biombo, I believe, was on that team. I mean, you had some big guys on that squad. Um, yeah, so kind of cyclical. It's kind of going back to that traditional, at least that's leading to success on the floor, the traditional type of play that we're used to seeing or in years past. All right, so where does Chris, where's Chris Paul going to go? I brought it up. You think you think Phoenix tries to re-sign him, or do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure LA is going to make a push. You know, LeBron's going to be in. LeBron's going to be in the front office's ear about that one. I'm sure. But CP3 uh, destination landing spot. You going to take any guesses? Uh, I don't know. You think he could fit in with uh, at the Mavs if if they keep Kyrie? No. So <laughs> I just don't like that. I don't like that yeah, team. I don't like I don't well, I just don't like the team as it is. You got Luca and Kyrie, two guys that are just used to having the ball. Like Luca needs a facilitator. Luca needs a LeBron. You know, somebody who's gonna kick it out to him. Like Luca is so used to just having the ball that he's I don't know. It, it it hinders the offense some. It makes it hard to go play with them, you know. Especially if you're another scorer, right? It's uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to. I don't. I don't like the move, Chris Paul in Dallas. I don't think that necessarily makes them any better. I'm sure Phoenix is gonna. Ch- I don't know if they're gonna try to resign him or not. I'm sure LA is gonna make a push. If I had to guess, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say he's probably a Laker if I'm just putting money on it. I could see that. I'm sure Phoenix would want him. At least I think half of the people there want him. I I don't know the the situation there. I've heard reports that he's not going to be coming back. Uh, And that's coming from the front office. Like, they're not interested in bringing him him back, which 
doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, I I could see him in L.A. just uh, doing the math. Just I I don't I don't know if they're going to want to pay D'Angelo Russell what he's going to be asking for. I think he's going to be asking for about like 150 million. Ooh. I don't think they're going to want to pay that. Uh, you I think you can go get a Chris Paul and not lose a whole lot. D'Angelo Russell's a nice player. He's a really good player. But he could, he was a complete no show in the Western Conference Finals against Denver. I would I would still I would still rather have him, but yeah, if you can go get a Chris Paul, I mean you got to explore that. So if I had to guess, that's where I'd say he's going to end up being. Uh, as far as other moves, you're you're going to see some interesting you're going to see some interesting stuff in the off season. You know, teams are going to overpay for certain guys, probably bigs. You know, in in order to try to. Some of them just to guard, you know, bang down there with Jokic or to guard Jokic or just mimic that style of play that they've seen. The mimic, mimic the formula, essentially, that Denver has had to, to put this team together. Long, athletic, and with shooters. It's just, it's a, it's a great team as is, and I think you're going to see a lot of people try to mimic that, not necessarily have as much, as much success as Denver has, but I think that's what we're going to see. This offseason, you're probably going to see some fat contracts uh, thrown at some players in the process. Okay, th- this got me thinking. All right, like I'm thinking as far as Jokic, Luka, Giannis, Steph, LeBron, all those guys are aging. They're they're toward the end of their careers, right? Is the face of the NBA eventually going to be a foreign player? If it's right now, it's it's Jokic, right? Yeah, I'd say for for sure, dude. NBA is like, <clears throat> I mean, the biggest American sport worldwide. So, yeah, no doubt in time it will be a foreign player. Yeah, if it's not already, right? I mean, that's the thing. Jokic is likable. I mean, Gian- Giannis is too. Gian- Giannis is a likable guy, but they haven't yeah. been in the mix. The you know the last couple of years. Now, I mean, they've been in the mix, but you know getting put out in five by Miami in round one. That, that's not going to help. Uh, he's been hurt some. He's been banged up some. But Jokic, two-time MVP, second in the MVP voting this year. I thought he should have won it. But, yeah, NBA champion now. Likeable guy, like I said, on and off the court. Yep. Jokic is probably going to be the face now. Even like the top three players in the league right now, like right now, it's probably in this order. I'd say Jokic, Giannis, and Luka. Right. So who is the who's going to be the next great American basketball star? It's not important to me. Like it's not important to me until around and. and until probably like around the Olympics, you know, yeah. <laughs> but w- when you're going to be pulling for your country, but I, I don't care who the face of the league is, but it's been a, like, it's weird, right? That we're just thinking an American born star. Isn't going to be the face of the league or I can't, who, who is even like the next great American basketball star? 
Like I said, we're not counting LeBron, Steph. I mean, they're on. Who, who's going to be the next guy? I, uh, dude, I don't know. Yeah, Somebody there's nobody already in the league or in college. There's nobody that just really jumps out, and the you know, who who's the guy who's going to be drafted by San Antonio? Wim, is it Wimby. Wimby is the Wimby yeah. is the is the short short version of it, but uh, uh yeah, is it is it Anthony Edwards? You know, in Minnesota, I mean, he he'd probably be my pick. I mean, he's a very nice player, but is he is he going to be a star of that caliber? I don't know. He he's got the talent, but I don't know. Is that going to be the guy? It just had me thinking of that today. Hmm. And it's and it's weird when you're used to because we grew up with Michael, Kobe, LeBron, uh, Duncan. You know, like in the early two that like two thousand two thousand three, Tim Duncan was the best player on the planet for a good two three years. Yeah, and like it, it was just incredible to watch. And now it's Giannis. Jokic, uh, Luca, you know, Luca's the best scorer in the game right now. Like, it's pretty wild and also cool to see. And it's going to make the next Olympics uh, very interesting as far as summer basketball. It was interesting in 21 uh, when USA squeaked by France. And like I said, and Kevin Durant is the reason that team won a gold medal. If Kevin Durant wasn't on that team, they're not winning gold. I don't know if they're getting silver. I don't know if they're getting bronze, but they're not winning gold if Kevin Durant's not on that team. I will forever remember that from Kevin Durant. Like Kev- Kevin Durant, anybody bashing Kevin Durant, like that guy won a gold medal for the United States of America in the 2021 Olympics. Uh, dude, dude deserves his credit forever for that. Like I, I'll, I think a lot of people have already forgotten that. I never will, just because I watched the whole thing. I mean, Kevin Durant was that team, and that team had Tatum, Dame, you know, all the stars of today. Yeah, is it Tatum? Is Tatum going to be the guy? Yeah, <laughs> it's, so. it's like there you go, right? But I mean, Tatum's got superstar talent, but man, he sh- he comes and goes in those big moments. Yep. Uh. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. But I do having said all that, I do like the idea of an NBA with Jokic, Giannis and company, Luka being the face of the game. In the NBA. I I think that's pretty neat. It's cool. It's an interesting it's an interesting turn. All right, as we wind down here, obviously very heavy basketball episode. But Stanley Cup Finals going on right now. I believe uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are still ahead right now. Either heading into the final period or whatever against the Florida Panthers. We're yeah, covering last time hot. I seen it. They were they were, break, they were beating the brakes off of off of Florida. So. Yeah, it was th- it was three to one when I came in here to get ready. It was five one last time I seen it. Okay, so. well there you go. All right, looks like Vegas is going to close it out. You got to love sports, man. In the Stanley Cup Finals. The Stanley Cup Finals. Vegas is beating Florida. Like that. That's just. <laughs> yeah. Like that's so you're, wild to me. Yeah. Your historic powerhouses in the NHL. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you caught any of the uh, of last week's 
uh, women's college world series softball, but OU dominated. Yeah. I watched most of it on the treadmill. Oklahoma was clearly the better team. Now the highlight of the game that I saw was the robbery of a home run from the Florida state left fielder. I can't remember her name, but it was a, it was a hell of a catch she made to, yeah. to keep Oklahoma from adding a few more runs, two or three more runs. Uh, Oklahoma was already ahead, but it's just got to be noted here. I mean, o- Oklahoma finished the season 61 and one, 61 and one in softball. Him. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't look that up from what I've seen. Yeah. I was watching the, the final game and, uh, yeah, Florida, Florida state took the lead with a solo shot and then they went to break, you know, in between it or in between the half inning or whatnot. And uh, they they put up some stats saying you know Oklahoma's only trailed like three or eight percent or something ridiculous uh, of the innings total of the season, and then the first batter up, Jacks single shot, and then the next person up hits another home run, I believe. Stupidness. Yeah, they were just light years better than everybody else this year. Um, as far I, I would rank them as far as just a collegiate team. Again, third straight national championship. Ended the season on a fifty-three game winning streak. To me, there, there is transfer portal too. I, yeah, I don't know, but it, no matter what, like they're about as good as any collegiate team there's been. If we're yeah. just talking about overall sport, I don't see how you can argue against that. But yeah, I got to give them some love there. Uh, just, just a hell of a thing to do. Um. There was a lot more in the sports world but uh, to get to, but we're out of time here. But the finals were very much worth covering. I will mention that my St. Louis Cardinals are completely terrible right now. Uh, two and eight in their last 10 games, dead last in the NL Central with a 27-40 record. Hopefully that can turn around, but I'm not going to hold my breath. But until then, yeah. uh, we'll see you all next week with some more uh, more talk, hangout, et cetera. But until then, this is Grand Pal. Brother Brown. Signing out, y'all. Deuces. Peace.